Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Blessings to each of you this day, and I pray God blesses everything you do and that you honor Him with all your heart. May God open up doors for you to minister to the lost, that you and I together can make a difference. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for blessing us so much and allowing us to live in the United States of America. And Lord, I pray you'd be with this nation. Be with this country in a powerful way. May they turn to you. Lord, I pray the unrest that's going on would turn around and people would seek you with everything they have. God, we need you, and we need to stand up for you. Help us always to stand up for your truth. Lord, direct us, lead us, encourage us, I pray, in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Amen. Well, I want to talk a little bit about Ruth today. Uh, the, the author of Ruth is not known. Some believe it was Samuel. But I know this, uh, the book of Ruth, uh, the timing of the book of Ruth, we're not even sure when it was written. Some people think it was between 1050 and 500 B.C., so that's a 500-year span. We don't know exactly. But Ruth was a great-grandmother of David. Ruth came from the Moabites, who were descendants of Lot. And you know, it's an interesting story. If you read Ruth, it's kind of an interesting story about her and her daughter-in-law and the situation. Naomi's husband, Amalek, died, and so did her sons, Malon and Kilion. And uh, they were Ephrathites. And you know what? Uh, it's sad when you think you lose your husband, lose your kids. All she had left was her, her daughter-in-laws. Naomi told her daughter-in-laws to go home to be at their families with her blessing. But they loved their mother-in-law. One of the daughters, Orpha, finally agreed to go back to her family, even though it was reluctant. But Ruth refused to leave Naomi. In fact, we find in Ruth chapter 1, verse 16, Don't urge me to leave you or to turn back from you. Where you go, I will go. And where you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my, my people, and your God will be my God. Where you die, I will die. Well, folks, that's dedication. She loved her mother-in-law. How many, <laughs> I hope many of you love your mother-in-law and your father-in-law, you know. I have my son-in-law lives with us right now with my daughter, and and I know it's, it's probably not always easy living with your in-laws, but I certainly hope we treat him well enough that he loves and appreciates us, and I think he does. But Ruth went out in the fields where Naomi's husband, relative Boaz, owned, and Ruth, uh, Ruth worked out in the field. She was a hard worker. To make a, a story shorter, Ruth ended up marrying Boaz, the guy that owned the fields. Kind of a quick overview, but I think you can get the gist of the story. Now let's talk a little bit more about the meaning of this. You know, I think one of the things we can take from this, a quick take is, we need to be there for each other. Yes, be there for each other. That's why I think the church is important. The body of Christ is important. That's why I always encourage you to get involved in a body of Christ, a church somewhere, because you need one another. There's tremendous churches around the Treasure Valley, and you need to be in one of them. Proverbs 18.24 says, Friends come and go, but a true friend sticks by you, by you like a family. A true friend sticks by you like a family. You know, we I like true friends. I got some phenomenal friends. I mean, I think everybody in my church is my friends. Everybody at the radio station, I think, is my friends. And uh, the people you're out in the world with, your friends. But I got some, like a lot of people, who are close friends that are there for me. Uh, no matter what goes on, they are there for us. And we need that. Ruth stayed at Naomi's side. She could have chose to go back to her homeland 
with her birth family and enjoy life, but she loved Naomi and was loyal to her as a daughter-in-law and a friend. She didn't want to see Naomi by herself. Isn't that great? She didn't want to see her by herself. She wanted to be there to encourage her. Her example is tremendous. Love doesn't give up, folks. And love doesn't give up on someone. In 1 Corinthians, we find in the love chapter, the 13th chapter, that if you love someone, you'll be loyal to them no matter what the cost. And you will always believe in them and always stand your ground in defending them. How deep is your love for one another? How loyal are you to those you love? Ruth sure did. Ruth was sure loyal. I think we see many more people's lives change for the positive if we could learn to love people and truly be concerned for their lives and do what we can to help them. No one should be alone without someone. You know, if you know someone's alone, you know someone is by themselves, they don't have anybody, maybe they're a widow or maybe a widower, and they just don't have anybody to love on them. Folks, make it your make it your plan to love them, to encourage them, to be there for them. We need each other. You know, be aware of your surroundings. Know who needs your loving support. See, Jesus is always just a prayer away. He will stick closer to you than a friend. He is always waiting for you to call upon him. You know, he can't wait to hear from you. You know, it kind of reminds me of you when you're out there and something great happens, you just you want to have somebody to tell. Everybody needs somebody to tell encouraging things to. Everybody needs somebody to talk to. So I'm telling you, I think it should be your mission and my mission to look for the lost. Look for those that really don't have anybody. We need to adjust things for other people. We don't always think alike. I can tell you this. My wife and I don't always think alike. We're two different people. Our personalities are totally different. I'm very, you know, much, probably talk too much, too outgoing, and she's certainly more quiet, but uh, we get along great, but we, we adjust uh, to each other. To learn to adjust to others around us, we must look past our own interest. We get so caught up with our own interest. You know, I've been a sports guy my whole life, and so I love sports, and so I'm always interested in things of sports, and and so those things I like. Now, my wife, she likes things like, oh, let's say, arts in a park, things that you can go look at things, walk through, or museums, and things like that. Folks, that is not me whatsoever. But, you know, she puts up with me. She goes to football games with me, basketball games with me. She's put up with my sports my whole life. I coached for years. I announced sports for years. She's put up with it all. And here she wants to go look at something sometimes. And I'm like, oh, are you kidding me? I don't want to do that. Just recently we went to eastern Idaho, and and uh, I'd never been to Soda Springs and Preston, and we did that. I mentioned that a few weeks ago. But uh, she wanted to go see the geyser in in Soda Springs and just see what that was about. And and uh, we went by Lava Hot Springs, which I'd never been to in my life. And it was gorgeous. That pool was absolutely gorgeous going down the road. And not only that, from the freeway to Soda Springs, it's a great freeway. They have put a lot of money in to make it a really nice uh, freeway right right to Soda Springs. And that was kind of interesting. Then going down the road a little farther to Preston and and I should have gone over to uh, Grace because uh, Representative Gibbs in our uh, at the State House he lives in Grace and he's a friend. I call him a friend because he's such a nice man and treats me well. And and uh, I should have went to see what Grace looked like so I know where he is from, but I didn't. But uh, you know what? But my wife she loved to stop at all those places. One of the reasons we left Pocatello for that little tour she wanted to go see these places. 
you know, I'm I'm just I don't know. That's just not me. But you know what? You got to work together. We're all different. We gotta we gotta adjust. And you know, we can't just look after our own interests. We've got to look at after interests of others. Really, it comes down to looking past your wants and your desires, to look at the needs of others and respond as Ruth did for Naomi. Ruth could have done a lot of things. Ruth could have been on her own. Ruth could have been looking for that husband, and even though it was kind of set up and, and Boaz ended up being the great choice, but you know what? She was more concerned about Naomi. Churches in the world would be filled with people if people lived this and cared deeply about each other. They would. Folks, I'm telling you what, you don't pastor didn't even have to be a great speaker. You don't even have to have great programs. But if they sensed that people loved each other, people would come. One of the great attributes, I think, of the church I pastor, Cloverdale Church of God, is people really love each other. We've got a full church of people loving each other. Oh, it's not perfect. And yes, there's issues from time to time. Yes, somebody probably irritates somebody from time to time. But on the most part, people know they're loved. Most of us like stress, uh, like try to avoid stress like the plague. I hate stress. I hate dealing with stress. I get stressed out. <laughs> I just like that. I get stressed out with stress. I don't like it in the, in the least. We all want to live in a comfort zone. But that is one reason why so many people do not know Christ is because we refuse to do that which might not seem comfortable. Did you hear that? That's why. So many don't know Christ because we refuse to break out of that because we want to be comfortable. Folks, I'm here to tell you this. Blast through the comfort zone. Blast through it. Kind of like when up in Highway 55 recently, they put they had to put dynamite in. They strategically put, strategically put it in there so that it would not cause too much damage to the roads and this and that. And they blasted the mountain open to be able to make room for things. And uh, that's what we need to do uh, sometimes when we're struggling. We're so deep in our comfort zone. Blast through it. In fact, Luke 9.23 said, Then he said to them all, If anyone would come after me, this is Jesus, If anyone would come after me, he must deny himself and take up the cross daily and follow me. What must he do? He must leave his desires behind. Pick up the cross. Do something to help others, to follow him. We have a responsibility to our Lord to make a difference in our world, even at times when it's not comfortable. Folks, if anybody likes being comfortable, it's me. I like comfort. That's one reason I have fought, fought so many times about going camping. My, my wife and daughter, they want to go camping. But I just hated that. I want to be comfortable. The idea of sleeping in a tent or on the floor or in a sleeping bag, that did not interest me whatsoever. You know, take me to a good motel with a good shower and uh, a breakfast I can get up to or coffee or whatever it might be. That's my idea of a good time. Now, I wouldn't mind going out and enjoying the scenery and walking around and hiking, but I want to sleep well at night. I want to be comfortable. I don't want no bear chasing me down like it did about six years ago. I don't want to be running from a bear. I, I tore my hamstring, and this has been... Six years, and I'm still not quite totally over it. I mean, it's still, there's a little bit of remnants of that running from that crazy bear, you know, but uh, we hear the Word of God uh, share, and we have people that stand up all the time 
to the things of God. And I'm going to mention one tomorrow. I, one of the representatives that I worked with for years, he's always standing up for the things of God. And I'm going to, I think I'll start out with that tomorrow. But I, I hope that you will make a difference. You'll step out of your comfort zone. You'll say, God, use me for your glory to reach that one that so needs you. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.